So my name is Daryl Simpson, originally from Pompano Beach, Florida, 26 years old. I recently just launched my affordable luxury brand, Xavi's, based around uh, perfumes and cologne. I worked my sales job for about seven months and I saved up enough money to where I was able to quit to actually do this full time. There's some people who have a lot of ideas that never execute. Yeah. And then there's other people who have too many ideas and they try to execute on everything at one time. If it's something that has been done before, I would say look at people who have done it, not map what they did, mm -hmm. but notice what they did, pay attention to what they did, and then apply it in your life the way that you think fit. It's always stay patient and persistent. I always say that that's my greatest attribute because I am so patient, but I'm so persistent. I, you have to have an idea, you have to plan, you have to execute. You, you can't stop in, in that process. You have to go through that. How's it going, everyone? Thank you for tuning in to the Unlimited Power Show. Today, I have the absolute pleasure of introducing to you Daryl Simpson. How you doing? Hey, everybody. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. So it's a pleasure to have you here today. You're here. You made it to the show. Thank so you. Why, thank you. Why don't you give us a quick overview of who you are, what you do, why you do what you do, and what's driving you to do it? Okay, so my name is Daryl Simpson. Mm -hmm. Originally from Pompano Beach, Florida, mm -hmm. 26 years old. I'm actually an FAU alumni, go Owls. I'm also an NSU alumni. Yes. Um, I recently just launched my affordable luxury brand, Xavi's, based around uh, perfumes and colognes. Um, I'm also a proprietor of a utility patent, and you know, I'm just really just swinging for the fence. You know, mm -hmm. just executing on all my ideas and just not letting anybody stop me along the way. So tell us, where did all this start? I would say it started um, post high school, because I wasn't such a great school, uh, student in high school. Right. Because I, I don't really like uh, standard schooling, how it's done today. Mm -hmm. um, and I always had ideas. So after high school, that's when I started really kind of exploring. Because college is a good place, you know, to start exploring the mind and what do you really want to do? Yeah. So that's where it all kind of, all the ideas started coming to me. And then I started taking classes around like how to execute on those ideas. Mm -hmm. So business classes, finances, accounting, mm -hmm. marketing, everything like that. What were some of your like favorite classes that you'd recommend to someone to take as far as like entrepreneurship is concerned? Um, if there's any uh, venture starting type of classes, like yeah. uh, how to start a venture classes, mm -hmm. I think everybody should take that. I think you should take finance classes, definitely around accounting and managerial financing and managerial accounting. Um, also marketing, but not so much because usually professors are kind of on the older side, yeah. so they're not really hip to, you know, the new, marketing, the new trends. marketing trends. So I would say probably go online to figure out the marketing aspect of business. You know, there's a lot of information online, like YouTube, Google, you know. Mm -hmm. So 
do you think that you learn more online than you did in school or was it like balanced? I would honestly say it's probably balanced, 50-50. 50-50. Half my knowledge came from just doing, because experience is the best teacher. Right. Always. Mm -hmm. um, and the other came from uh, school. And then connections, you know. I think school, the main uh, pull from school, or biggest thing that you can get from school is connections. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how did you make connections when you were in college? How did you like, did you meet people uh, like now that are beneficial to your career now? Yes, so uh, definitely just, uh, I mean, I would say kind of like going to events, parties, different things like that. Just put yourself out there. You know, I worked for the student union at FAU. Um, I was part of the, the MBA, uh, Black MBA Association yeah. um, at uh, NSU. So just really putting yourself out there and then finding like-minded people to be around because that really is helpful. So what are some like-minded people that you think along your journey towards entrepreneurship has propelled you to the stage you are today? With, I'm talking about childhood friends, mentors, um, and how do you, what lessons you learn from those people? Um, I never had a mentor per se. Mm -hmm. um, I do have people that I look up to, but there's people that I don't know. Really. Yeah. So like uh, you got like Dame Dash, Gary Vaynerchuk, mm -hmm. um, like different stories that I pull from. Right. Um, but I pull something different from every person. Mm -hmm. So I never really try to mimic or duplicate what, what a doing. specific person did. I pull something like, he's good at this, he's good at that. Like I, I pull something from everybody. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of like make my own cocktail of what I'm gonna do for myself and apply it. Yeah, that, that's kind of, look. I look at it like that. You, you can have a mentor for different areas of your life. Mm -hmm. For instance, you could have somebody in the health mentor that's mentoring you with your health they don't have to be like your mentor they could just right. be someone that you you listen to their knowledge and wisdom but you don't want to take an advice about your finances from somebody who's in health yeah. if they're not you know like don't know what they're talking about yeah yeah it has to be a, it has to be a credible yeah. so you have to pick what you can from the most credible the attributes of those people right and I think when you do that you can build the skill sets needed to be a successful entrepreneur I do. And, uh, you know, I as agree. being a successful entrepreneur, what would you say your definition of being a successful entrepreneur? That's a, that's a very subjective answer. Mm -hmm. But um, I would say a successful entrepreneur, first of all, you have to be an entrepreneur. Right. Because nowadays there's not many real entrepreneurs. So you actually have to start and run a business mm -hmm. that transacts and sells a, a product or a service. Right. After that, I would say that a successful entrepreneur is somebody who can grow that business. Mm -hmm. Now, if they sell that business or not, um, you know, that's on them, of course. But I do think that that would really be my definition. Somebody who can start a business from scratch. Some people would say with their own money, you know, I'm, it depends on what type of business it is. Right. Um, but like, well, some people would say, you know, if you don't use your own money, you don't own it. But, you know. Um, I mean, but, I beg to differ that yeah. there are all these tech <laughs> yeah. startups being funded I know. by all these outside investors. And so we live in a, a very interesting time where yeah. you can just have an idea and somebody will give you $10 million for an idea. Yeah. And then you can much. burn all of that money and never really sell what you Anything. intended. There, yeah, there are, there's a lot it, of those just, companies out you there. You know, right so that happens a lot these mm -hmm. days. Um, and that's a good point. So it's like, are those successful entrepreneurs or were they just good at fundraising? Right. You know, so <laughs> there's yeah, a lot of fundraising going on. Yeah, there's but, a lot of um, fundraising. But somebody who can actually grow a business, whether they sell it or not, but somebody can grow a business from zero to however big, big or far it goes. 
somebody who can grow a business. So when we talk about execution, it's something that you can grow a business, but if it's never started, then it's never going to grow. Correct. So well, how do you take an idea from an idea to an actual product without $10 million? Um, I think that people are very, I think there's two sides of that spectrum. There's some people who have a lot of ideas that never execute, yeah. and then there's other people who have too many ideas and they try to execute on everything at one time. Right. I think that you really have to be strategic in how you execute and what do you care about the most, and not, not, even, not even anything to do with money. Mm -hmm. What do you, what is your passion? Like right. what do you really, really, what, what will make you go through fire for it? You know what I'm saying? Something that will make you go through fire, I think you should put all your eggs in that basket because I also believe that you should triple down on something that you really, really care about. Mm -hmm. Like I don't think that, I, personally, I don't believe that you should be scattered. Like, you know, they always say all these different sources of income, which makes sense, but you gotta have a stake first before you have the sides. Mm -hmm. So that's how I look at that. So focus on building your stake up. So I would say um, put all your focus on one idea strategically look at if, if if it's a new innovative idea then you're gonna have to do a lot more you know um, ingenuity you're gonna have to use a lot more ingenuity in what you're doing but if it's something that has been done before I would say look at people who have done it not map what they did mm -hmm. but notice what they did pay attention to what they did and then apply it in your life the way that you think fits so I think that that would be smart it's smart because I mean I'm one of those people with a bunch of ideas. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And too many of them to count. Right, right, right. So one of my friends, I was asking him, I said, "Where do I start? Which one I start?" I'm passionate about all of them. I see how they can all relate to each other. Right, right. Um, sometimes there there are ideas and there are, there are things like this, which is a show, and there are other things that you do just to inspire other people. And they're right, all right, cool right, exactly. You, right, right, exactly. Um, so how did you trickle down and narrow your focus? I mean, considering you have a patent and you had that right you go towards it, and then you focusing now on uh, the Zavies brand. Tell us more about the Zavies and the brand and the, how did you narrow it down to right. this? So what happened is these ideas came at two different times. Mm -hmm. And in a way they kind of overlapped, but they kind of didn't at the same right. time. So the idea for the patent came in January 2015. And specify what that patent is. Oh, so the patent is a, it's an appliance that goes in the bathroom that mm -hmm. gives you the ability to put uh, items on it, and it also gives the ability to uh, advertise inside of a bathroom stall. So it's, it's like a captive audience that you can advertise to, which is not really being done right now. Mm -hmm. So I'm working on licensing that, and that's another, it's, you know, in business, you don't always have to start a business around something. Like, so technically I'm kind of like a product developer also, right. because I'm gonna actually license that product to a company mm -hmm. and yeah. then gain royalties from the licensing agreement. So that's a, this is a lot of different ways you can go with business. Like but, so I came up with that idea in January 2015. I didn't file for the patent until December 2015. Mm -hmm. Actually, no, correction. I didn't file for the patent until March 2016. So the idea, because I didn't, I didn't really pursue the idea, because I didn't, you know, when you have an idea, you think, oh, you know, nobody's going to care about this. I, I'm not going to be able to patent it. You know, you start doubting. Yeah. It. But towards the end of 2015, I was like, no, I'm not going to start. Um, I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to pursue it, because I think it's a great idea. So I filed for the patent in 2000, March 2016. I actually did not receive, well, I wasn't granted that patent until January, uh, Ju July 2016. 
17. So we're talking like over like two years. And a lot of people don't have patience for right. that process because it's a lot of money and then it's a long process. A lot of people don't have patience, you know, nowadays. Um, so during that, during that process, I started my MBA program at Nova, which started in January 2016. So it kind of overlapped, but I started the program at Nova because I know that I wanted to get kind of like a, in a way, a fast track business, um, um, I would say like knowledge or yeah. information. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to fast track on business. So during that program, that's when the whole idea for Xavies came about. So really it was, I, I was doing two things at one time. So I was patenting one idea, yeah. but then I was building a business plan for Xavies. So, I mean, I guess you can kind of say that's kind of scattered because right. they have nothing to do with one another, mm -hmm. but it was only just those two. So, um, and one of them I knew that I wanted to be more on the passive side, and one of them I wanted to be on the active side, which Xavier's is the active side. Like, mm -hmm. that's my, like, baby. Right. Yeah, so. All right, so um, introduce your baby to the world. Okay, so Xavier's. Um, so right. Xavier's really, it came from um, a nickname from my mom. So me and my dad have the same first name, Daryl, and for a nickname, she pulled from my middle name, Xavier. So Xavier came from Xavier. Mm -hmm. So it's really kind of like a tribute to my mom because she's the one who originally introduced me to fragrances. Right. So I named it Xavier's to you know right. pay tribute to her. Um, the name of the first fragrance is Viral, mm -hmm. which means uh, a man with strength, energy, and a strong sex drive. Because mm -hmm. um, I thought that that's what the scent embodies. Um, and it's a, it's a big business play. So right now, everyone just sees that I launched a cologne. Mm -hmm. What's coming next is a perfume. But what people don't understand is when I actually did this business plan in school, Xavi's was actually a lounge. Mm -hmm. That's a part of the business plan that I haven't said. I'm saying it here. Mm -hmm. But so what's going to happen next is I'm gonna be launching a perfume, then I'm gonna launch another men's fragrance and then another perfume. So I'm building a collection, but that collection is going to be a, attributed to a lounge. Mm -hmm. So it's kind, of, it's kind of complex. But have you ever been to a cigar bar? Yeah, well a cigar bar, no I haven't. Yeah. No you haven't? Okay, so at a cigar bar, it's kind of like a lounge, but there's a room inside of the cigar bar that sells cigars. Mm -hmm. So my idea in business school was that same structure, but for fragrances. Mm -hmm. So I wanted a fragrance lounge, technically. Right. So Xavi's really is the beginning of a fragrance lounge. So a lot of people don't know that. Yeah, I just shared it. Shared yeah, it's the first time sharing it. So when it becomes big, it was first shared on the yeah. show. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. So this is this is the beginning of phase one. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't know that. So there's a long road ahead. So there's, so you believe that there are always phases in companies, and you have to figure yes. out what's the best starting points. How right. Did you, how did you pick the starting point for this? Um, well, that that goes into the real kind of like uh, steak and potatoes. I didn't have enough money to start a lounge. Right. So, what I did have enough money to do is create a fragrance. Mm -hmm. So I just went with what I was, you know, financially able to do and what would be the perfect way to start building the brand around fragrances. So this is just the beginning, but 
the more fragrances I sell, the more marketing I do, the more people are going to associate Ozavies. That's that's the company that sells fragrances. That's the company that sells fragrances. Mm -hmm. So when the time comes for the lounge, it would already be branded as the fragrance company. Got it. Vero. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. So we got the Vero brand, and we have the owner here. How did you start to brand this now? And what are you, what are your, your methods of getting this out there to more and more people? Because I know marketing is it, it can be an elephant sometimes. Marketing is an elephant. Mm -hmm. um, but you know you know what they say. What's the best way to eat an elephant? Right. <laughs> One bite at a time. Right. So um, I'm just chipping away right now. I know that's a long process. Mm -hmm. Really, no brands. No big brands have been built right. within, you know, a few months or yeah, it's a year or, I mean, I'm trying to expedite that process, but I know that it's going to be a challenge. But right now, um, you know, I'm doing interviews and um, I'm using social uh, media influencers. Mm -hmm. So that's like my main target. And I haven't started on ads yet, but I'm going to eventually start hey, doing on ads. I got, I got you with an ad idea right now. If you need me to take my shirt off, increase your sex drive. Yep, that'll work. That'll work. That'll work. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> yeah, work. so tell us some more about your marketing. Um, but yeah, so social media, I think, is the key. Mm -hmm. um, I do not right now plan on being in brick and mortar. Um, there's a good chance that uh, mid-2019, I'm going to be in Macy's for a short period of time. Just to, um, They kind of got this like market thing going on um, right. that they do. Um, so I'll be in Macy's for like five weeks. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be paying for that space. So that's going to be something that I, I'm going to do. But I actually don't plan on going into brick and mortar mm -hmm. because I don't really believe in brick and mortar going into the future mm -hmm. as far as like retail. Mm -hmm. um, and also just business-wise, I don't want someone to take half my margin. So, yeah, so that's really um, the play going you know, forward. I usually there's a lot of people who are hustling cologne and perfume on the street. Mm -hmm. Do you ever think of, you know, like, hey, I'll give you this wholesale, this price, and, and you know, sell it for me? Like, there's a lot of people. I mean, it, I don't, because they're selling all types of brands. Right, right, right. Um, have you ever thought connected with those people? Um, I haven't because of the quality that I put into this. Yeah. So there's, I don't, I don't want to compromise the quality. Right. Um, but, I, I mean, I'm open to ideas. Right. But. I don't want to compromise the quality because there was a lot of time, effort, and money that went into doing what I did. Mm -hmm. You know, and this is an original fragrance, original everything. There's nothing. It's not a, like a duplicate. It's not you know because a lot of people have like knockoff Very, different fragrances, yeah. like knockoff Chanel or so knockoff. Tell, tell us about the fragrance. How how is the um, the formula? Well, not the formula, like your secret sauce. But yeah, the secret sauce. <laughs> <laughs> but tell us a bit. I don't know a lot about how colognes are made. So. Um, so there was three, I used three different companies. Mm -hmm. So there's one company that makes the liquid. Mm -hmm. There's one company that makes the bottle and the cap and everything you see, the actuator and the sprayer. Mm -hmm. And then there's another company that makes the box. Um, and then obviously I have a graphic designer who does everything that you see. Mm -hmm. um, but the liquid is actually made from a manufacturer. They actually um, made it for me. So I told them exactly what notes that I wanted in the fragrance. Mm -hmm. So they take all the notes, they combine it, and they send me samples of what it possibly could smell like. Mm -hmm. And then I go through them, tell them what to tweak, what, you know, what I want to keep, what mm -hmm. I want to take away. Mm -hmm. And then they mass produce it. Mm -hmm. And then the other company, then I have to get the bottle, you know, I got to get the print for the bottle. And then my bottle is actually green. So actually take, take it out. out. 
So everything you see actually costs money. Because a lot of people assume that, you know, oh, you know, you can just kind of like get it done, you know, and it's, it's nothing, it's no added cost. But everything you see costs money from the print on the bottle to the bottle being tinted green mm -hmm. to the actual tube being cut to fit in the bottle costs money. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that, it's, it's a long process. It's a long process. Yes, sir. So how, how did you, how long it took you to turn around from idea to design to scent to product launch? Thankfully, I had already had the idea. So think, so that kind of sped things up. So when I actually did get started, I already had the idea. I knew the name of the, the fragrance was gonna be Vero, mm -hmm. and I knew that the brand was gonna be Xavi's. So I had all those things in play, I would say, late 2017. I worked my sales job for about seven months, mm -hmm. and I saved up enough money to where I was able to quit to actually do this full time. Yeah, so this is, I'm, like I said, I'm very strategic. So mm -hmm. I'm always three steps ahead. Like, I always compare, I think, I think children should learn how to play chess yeah. young. Because, not, not because chess is just the greatest game ever, but just because I think that learning how to think strategically and planning ahead is essential to like business or just life in general, mm -hmm. to be able to think ahead. So I'm always thinking ahead. Pieces. Yeah, so I'm always thinking ahead. and. You know, and I think that that's why I was able to do it. And I mean, I had the idea mid 2017, and I launched it November 18, 2018. So it was a very expedited process. That's what's up. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I've always liked to to showcase different ways, different products, different ways to to actually achieve your unlimited potential, unlimited power. Mm -hmm. Is like sometimes some things that we see we think oh maybe I can do it maybe I cannot right um, what, what's what advice can you give to an entrepreneur with an idea um, that they somewhat believe somewhat they don't believe how did you overcome self-doubt self-doubt is real so if anybody says oh well you know I don't I don't have doubt everybody everybody has doubt yeah so I definitely had doubts um, but I believe it takes a certain level of confidence like in a way, I don't want to say you shouldn't care what people think, mm -hmm. but honestly, you shouldn't care what people think. I think that you should get so insular and just quiet everybody around you to the point that only voice that you hear is yourself. And when you only listen to yourself, I feel like you could do anything. Because you, you're, you're judge, jury, and executioner, so nobody else controls what you do. So. That's what I think. I think you should really, really quiet all the voices around you. When you stop caring about what other people think, I think great things happen. When you stop caring about what other people think, great things happen. I think so. Yeah, that, I think that's very powerful. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, execution, execution, execution. Yeah. Sacrifice, patience, mm -hmm. discipline. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, are those some of the principles that you, yes, you kind of live yes. by? What are some principles you live by besides those? Empathy, being respectful. Mm -hmm. um, Patience is really big for me because um, I think nothing comes, nothing great comes fast. Um, and discipline because also nothing great comes without, you know, struggle. So I think being disciplined, being patient, but just not, never letting it go. You know, a lot of people start things and then they quit, you know. Right. Oh, it didn't go well or something happened. I mean, I went through, I had to 
um, I'm not gonna mention the name of the company, but I had to file a claim for almost like $6,000 because somebody, you know, didn't do something right, right. Um, that I paid them to do. Mm -hmm. um, but it didn't, you know, didn't stop you. Didn't stop me. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Which I could have stopped at that point because I'd been like, oh man, mm -hmm. this process is crazy. These companies are trying to get over on me. Like, this is a lot of money. Why am I doing this? This is stupid. Like, I could go buy a house. I could, you know, I could go invest. I could go do other things. But I knew that this is what I wanted to do. So I think you should never let any, you should never let any situation or circumstance derail you from what you really want to do. How did you overcome that, those defeats at night? Like, did you, what did you do? To um, get your mental state back on. I think that I would say spirituality plays a role also. Yeah. Um, I know everybody doesn't believe, you know, have dis different beliefs, but um, my my um, my religious views mm -hmm. played a role. I would also say that um, I do have a, a support. Right. So I have people, and it's not it's not many, to be honest. Mm -hmm. It's like less than five. But those people that I know that are in my corner, they also push me. So when I do doubt myself, they say they they, they honestly don't have to say much because I'm you know I'm so driven. So they yeah. say one thing and it just snaps me out of it. Mm -hmm. It's like Daryl, that's not you, and boom, you know what? You're right. That's not. Yeah. You know. So um, I think a support system, um, have some type of you know faith, spiritual, you know something higher calling, something yeah. that really kind of like grounds you. Right. Um, yeah, and I think those those two things really, really. Yeah, it's been me a, going. That's always been a recurring theme in all my interviews. Everybody, you know, one thing I, I have as an interviewer, as a person, I, you have to respect everyone's religious beliefs. Right. You know, I'm a Christian, and I, and right. I sit here. I also interview all types of people with mm -hmm. all types of religious beliefs. When everyone some have some sort of uh, a belief in a higher power. Right. And in something that's driving them to actually something. go towards that, and yeah. you know, when you miss that, that something, and you really, you're missing something. Right. <laughs> exactly. So exactly. I th agree. That's definitely powerful. Yeah. So if you can leave one advice with everyone watching today, um, to urge them to chase their passion, chase their dreams, find something that they can create, um, whether it's a service, a product, what would that message be? I would say, the message that I would want to leave is always stay patient and persistent. I always say that that's my greatest attribute because I am so patient, but I'm so persistent. I, you have to have an idea, you have to plan, you have to execute. You, you can't stop in, in that process. You have to go through that. If it's only a three-step process, even though that might take years, that might take months, it might take weeks. Plan, I mean, idea, plan, execute. Stay patient, stay persistent. I like it. Yeah. Idea, plan, and execution is worship. So, Daryl Simpson. Yes, sir. Um, you've you've uh, showcased the product. You tell us how you got it started. You've given us a lot of good information. Um, what, how people can support this movement? How much does it cost? Um, where can they buy it? What specials you got going on? Tell us. Uh, plug yourself in. Okay. So, uh, Zavies. Um, you can actually find it at zavies.com. So that's Z-A-V-I-E-S.com. Um, on Instagram is Zavies Official, which that might be changing to at Zavies uh, real soon because the trademark process is ongoing. Um, so this is the first cologne, but it's sold for $49.99. Every scent or every fragrance that I do release will also be 
$49.99. So um, you can always count on that to be the price because I've already, you know, factored in everything. Uh, the shipping is free, um, $49.99. Depending on if you're in Florida, you're gonna have to pay, uh, you know, like a $3 tax. If you're outside of Florida, you won't have to pay any tax. It'll just be $49.99. Um, and yeah, it's on sale today. Zavies.com, Zavies Official on um, Instagram, and Zavies Incorporated on Facebook. And you can purchase it right from Instagram. So, yeah. All right. Do you have anything else that you would like to say? No. I love this show. I love what you're doing. I, I love it too. That's yeah, why I man. Continue doing it. <laughs> you're very, you're very consistent, man. I, I love it. I think that's one of the things that I really like about you. When I watch, I watch your things, I'm like, he's very consistent. I love people who are very consistent. Like even if nobody's watching, you still do what you. Yeah, just keep going. You still that do your thing. You gotta you know, keep swinging. What you just said is is the true. To find your unlimited potential, you gotta do it when nobody's watching. When nobody's watching. Right. Nobody's that's, watching. That's, nobody cares, but you care. That's when. It's and that's built. all that matters. Yeah. Nobody watches it, but you know that whoever. Like it could be a few people who just like, oh, I'm gonna go and start my cologne brand now. Guess what? You've just made an impact in the world. Exactly. And that's all that matters. That's all that matters. You know, when we sometimes we gotta leave our own scent with the world. We gotta leave our own trademark. With the I like world. that. You leave know? your own scent with the world. We gotta leave that, and, and sometimes the issue is gonna be long to make that to, to figure out the formula. Yeah. To figure out the brand, build your brand, build yourself, and you just gotta keep being persistent. Persistence and patience. Patience and persistence. The two P's the two piece that leads you to progress and i want to thank you for tuning into the unlimited power show my name is edwaji and i want you to remind you that you have the unlimited power in you to achieve whatever it is that you want but until you believe that the world will forever miss your talents your gifts and all the great things that you have to offer so let your light shine don't hide it don't dim it Thank you. So check out the Zavies brand and purchase your Vero cologne on by visiting Zavies.com. Bingo. <laughs> Please be sure to like, subscribe, and share this video.